Hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the Derek Hunter Podcast for the 17th day of September, of October 2023. Happy Tuesday to you. Don't forget about the curse program, the contest, and all that good. First of all, um, you guys, thanks, but you don't have to want my... If you want me... I'm pretty sure I still have some book plates or something around. If you want a signed book plate by me, you can just ask. Uh, You can just email me. It'll take a little bit to find them. But I think I still got some floating around. If people are choosing my book over Greg, just think resale value. I mean, it's personalized to me, but, yeah, you know, okay. Uh, whatever. I, I'm not judging. It just seems we, I would never pick me. I know me. I'm an ass. Ugh. Anyway, appreciate it. Contest this week for signed books is my book versus Greg Gutfeld's How to Be Right. So... Check that out. Patreon.com slash Derek Hunter Podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com. All right. Um, this is going to be, I don't know. I've got some audio that I want to get to, but I'm sitting here and I'm just going through all these things that I've sort of gathered for the show, all the tabs open on my computer, and I'm watching people just say the dumbest things. It's amazing to me. Look, you don't have to really care about the terror attack in Israel. You don't. I'm. You don't have to care. But the links to which some people will go to try and I don't know seem smart to try and justify their their anti-Semitism, their dislike of Israel. There's no real way I can look, think unless you just engage in identity politics and that defines you. Uh, is like you look at that situation and go, Israel is in the wrong. Palestinians, Hamas, they are in the right. Now, well, there's a difference between Hamas and the Palestinians. Yes, there is, except for when you realize that the Palestinians elected Hamas. Now, granted, then all elections were called off, but you know that's what happens when you elect totalitarians. It really showed a lot of support, and you say. Well, that was back. That was back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. They haven't been able to weigh in since then. Do you really think it's going to be any different than since there was no popular uprising? No one even really speaking out about it against it, uh, especially in Gaza. That it would have changed if you look at what's going on in college campuses across the country and in news organizations across the country and around the world. Both of those institutions around the world. Do you really think it's going to be any different? In Gaza? But again, it's not everybody. It is one of those things where, actually, if you read the accounts, some of the accounts, some of these people were, some of these Jews were murdered by people that they knew. So a lot of these people had work permits. They were coming into Israel. So you sit there and you go, well, wait a second. How is that possible? Well, the left always says, all you really got to know is you got to get to know people. That's the problem. We don't know each other. The world is set up to make sure that people are separated. And you got Gaza and, Pal- and Israel, and they're separated by a border, and this is wrong, and this is that. Well, these people were getting to know each other, and it didn't matter. It didn't matter. The 19 hijackers, the 20 hijackers, really, uh, from Al-Qaeda, spent a lot of time in this country. You're telling me they... 
They were not friendly with anybody. They got along with nobody. They didn't even try. There was no looking at the culture in the country and going, yeah, they got their problems, but this is sure better than, I don't know, being forced to marry your cousin at seven years old. It's better than that. It's better than a a fifth century mentality. No, it didn't matter. They were here. They assimilated to blend in. They did everything. Hell, last night they went to a strip club. I don't know why you'd go to a strip club if you're really confident that you're going to get knee deep in in uh, in virgins the next day. Like, what do you what do you need to see women for? But they lived their lives in plain sight in ways that their religion, their fervent bastardization of their religion allowed for it. They could blend in, they could do, they could sin, they could do all the things that they're not supposed to do because they were doing it to get close to the infidels. They were doing it to uh, hurt the infidel. It was okay. Everything is justified. That's not really much of a moral code, in my opinion, if you can do anything you want to violate it, as long as it's in the cause of killing people who don't agree with you or advancing what you view as the bastardized version of God's will. But again, we're dealing with people with about a second grade education at best. They don't know really how to read all that much. They're not certainly taught how to think critically. They're like, in many ways, they're like students in Baltimore, students in Chicago, students in Detroit, and students in everywhere where Democrats have had generational control and have ruled the education system with an iron boot. If you think about it, you wonder why these people are, how can you sit there and you look at these test results and you find school districts and school cities where schools, like there's one school in the whole city that anybody can read and do math. And you go, how can people allow that? It's by design. You have to create an ignorant army, an ignorant army that is dependent on you, that dependent on government. So they will do what you're going to cut off their, the other side's going to cut off their, uh, their livelihoods. Therefore, you must do my bidding. I need you to go vote. I need you to do worse. This is how this stuff starts. Nowhere near the finish line here, ladies and gentlemen, but that's beside the point. Back to the Middle East. <clears throat> I have seen so many people that I, I wouldn't say I had respect for, but I didn't suspect were rabid anti-Semites or just flaming idiots. You know, they, they've said semi-coherent, semi-intelligent uh, things in the past, and I thought, okay, well, this person isn't a moron. And then this happened. I had no idea there were so many people out there who just hate Jews. I mean, it's just they don't necessarily want to burn swastikas into their forehead like Charlie Manson, but they don't see it in themselves. They see it as, uh, we're just honest brokers. We're just honest brokers. I'm just telling the truth. And if telling the truth is going to get me into trouble with people, then I got to tell it that the, the, the response of Israel is disproportionate. They're killing a bunch of Palestinian children. Yeah, because when you wrap yourself, when terrorists wrap themselves in children and you have to kill the terrorists, guess what happens? Uh, it's horrible, but it's on them. Literally, they're using them as human shields, but it doesn't matter. Israel's got to find another way, another way, or they're just going to have to cease fire. It's got to be proportionate. proportionate. Okay, what, 1,300, 1,400 people were murdered 
Is that the limit? Do you stop or do you get to, since you were attacked and it's a response, do you get to kill twice as many back and then say, all right, well, that'll learn you. Or do you get to exercise your sovereignty? Because it's always kind of funny. It's weird people who claim to be libertarians who are out there going, oh, no, no, the, the sovereignty is different for Israel. Why? Care to venture why? I'm not saying, again, that they're members of the Klan. I'm just saying they share a lot of similarities with them. And they, they don't seem to understand it. There's one chick who put out a, retweeted a picture of blood from what they say was a child. I don't know if it's true or not. I have no reason to doubt it. I have no reason to accept it. I know that children were murdered. So I don't really sit there and get out my jeweler's loop and look at each individual piece of evidence like I'm freaking on CSI Tel Aviv and have to try and welcome to this episode of CSI Kibbutz where we're going to examine this picture. And this idiot's like, blood doesn't dry pink. Well, there's blood all over the tile floor and then there's a child's coloring book page sitting there with blood and then different colors, including pink. And the pink is, now there's markers on the floor, and one of them happens to be pink. You might just, I don't know. I don't know what looks at a picture of a scene of what is a purported slaughter from what is a an undeniable slaughter, and you go, somebody's bullshitting here. I don't know. i got to make sure that this is, it's propaganda. I think of all the attention I can get from pointing out that this is propaganda. Think of all the new subscribers I will get to my Twitter page and the ad revenue that I will generate through outrage and blah, 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 blah. And you think, this is what society, this is what social media has done to us. It's not about getting attention for any particular reason. It's just about getting attention get attention. It doesn't matter. You are rewarded for getting attention, whether it's for something good or whether it's for something just incredibly stupid. And more often than not, it's you get more attention for something beyond incredibly stupid than you do for something good. We reward that through any social media. So you can sit there and say, I'm just asking questions. It's, I love it. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. That's what Holocaust deniers say. I'm just asking, I've been to Dachau. And if you go into where the ovens are in Dachau, you sit there and you see that there's no direct uplink to the chimneys. And you go, well, there's chimneys on the roof and there's no, from these ovens, these purported ovens, there is nothing that the smoke goes up there. Well, the ventilation system is underground. Dachau was the first concentration camp. And it is ventilated differently. But it's ventilated. But the Nazis and the Holocaust deniers try and say, aha, see, they built this to in such haste that they didn't, they built the chimneys, but they didn't build the way for the smoke to get to the chimneys. It's obviously that nobody was burned here, nobody was killed here, nobody was nothing here, so on and so forth. It's wildly ignorant because they got the pictures and they got their jeweler's loop out and they said, this doesn't make sense. Well, I'm sorry, are you a structural engineer? Are you a HVAC specialist? Are you somebody who knows how... Uh, ventilation in buildings uh, goes you, you build fireplaces for living no you don't you're just an asshole with an opinion who doesn't like jews ultimately it just gets down to you don't really like jews you're mad mostly that hitler didn't finish the job the same thing you see a picture 
of a, there's something wrong with you fundamentally. And I think it's that you don't like Jewish people. Now you, you look at that and you go, this is, this is ridiculous. I see this picture of, of blood splattered in a kitchen and children's toys and everything. And I think, well, that doesn't seem like the way that blood would, oh, are you Matlock now? Or do you, who are you? How do you know this? Well, it's just because I've done a lot of research on the internet. Yeah, no, there's no false information on the internet out there. Now, it's weird because these very same people will profess to be outraged and really just concerned about the children in Gaza. They just don't, they don't, they want no death, okay? Yeah, there's like 1,400 dead over here, but they want no more death because they don't like death. They're not really condemning the 1,400 dead, they're saying we can't make it 1,500. We don't want to add any more to it. Whatever it is, it needs to stop now. We need Think about the defenseless children in Gaza. Well, the defenseless children in Gaza are in places of Gaza where they are likely to be injured because Hamas is putting them there. There's no condemnation of that. It's weird. Don't shoot on those. There are children over there in that missile silo and that rocket launch near that rocket launcher there's a playground well which do you think was there first the rocket launcher's mobile and the playground is not which one do you think was there first and why do you think the one that was there second was located there just think for a second please try i it's probably a bridge too far for so many people but they are showing us who they are and we have to take their word for it we have to take their word for it. These people are wildly ignorant. They might be otherwise people. A lot of them are like, a lot of them, I, I swear to God, are like very attractive women who post a lot of pictures of themselves. And they've got large social media followings. I think mostly because they post a lot of pictures of themselves because none of them really have any background or expertise in anything that they spout off about. And they spout off about everything so nobody can. They're like a cable news program. But they also post pictures of their cleavage. They post pictures of this and that and the other. They're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm, you're a very serious academic there, and I appreciate the bikini pic. Now, I appreciate the bikini pic. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to take advice about forensic science or for the conducting of war or anything like that unless you have some kind of expertise in that field. You want to, you know, do a post about the best way to accentuate cleavage in order to increase your social media footprint, that I think you'd have expertise in. But I'm not sure it's anything else. Having done some research on the internet or having majored in is not good enough. I'm sorry, it's just not good enough. But they are showing us who they are. Just like these kids on college campuses are showing us who they are. They're different sides of the same coin. They're all advocating for essentially the same thing. They're just doing it differently. And one will tell you it's as pure as the wind-driven snow. There's this idiot called Kim Iverson. I never heard of Kim Iverson um, before today, but she's apparently, according to quick research that I did, she signed a contract with Rumble. She's got a show on Rumble. And it seems that the barrier to entry to getting a show on Rumble is to have severe brain damage. She tweeted out or posted on what, and some, I think it was on Twitter, this. Now, this is what I mean by, I mean, God created an edit button. God created the delete button. But you're supposed to have those things internally. It's supposed to be in your head. Social media 
has really exposed people who don't have those governors on the voices in their head. That everybody has stupid thoughts. Everybody like, well, I mark right back at you. But you think better of it. You don't say that. That's that's stupid. That'd be unnecessarily hurtful. That'd be whatever. It'd make me look bad. Whatever it is. Some people don't have that. And apparently they get chose. Kim Iverson writes, My honest guess is many Israelis would imagine or would immigrate out. Many back to the nation they or their parents immigrated from. Uh, Europe, Russia, U.S., etc. Yeah, because, you know, Jews, she's talking about if they got rid of, if they gave the Palestinians their land back, which is never really their land. Palestine was never a country, but whatever. But I'm sure there aren't too many Jews lining up to go to Europe or Russia, really, or the United States, given what's going on on college campuses. But this idiot writes it. The others who choose to stay will live just fine. I'm going to read that again because that's, Unbelievably stupid. Others who choose to stay will live just fine. Arabs, Jews, and Christians have lived on the land for centuries together. Palestinian Muslims are more liberal than some other Muslim minority nations in a large Muslim majority nations, and a large chunk of Palestinians in control of the government are Christians. Some laws will change to be more conservative, but by and large, they won't because of the diversity within the Palestinian population. Yeah, that's it. Hamas is very concerned about their polling numbers in Gaza. It's unbelievable how stupid some people are. Um, Muslims will certainly take back control over the holy sites, but will allow Jews and Christians to continue to worship. After all, it's the Muslims who maintain the peace between Christians who fight over Christ's historical sites. The nation will no longer be called Israel. They will change it back to Palestine, or more likely to a new name that contains the word Palestine. Palestine was never a country, it was a region, but whatever. When you're dumb, you go all in. Jews will be a minority along with Christians, but they will exist without issue. Palestinians are highly tolerant. They recognize the land is sacred for all three Abrahamic religions, and they have for centuries helped protect the sites for all religions. If Palestinians are in charge, they won't be nearly as oppressive since they aren't guided by some ethos of creating an ethnostate. It won't be as liberal or free, there's no doubt about that, but it also won't be horrible. End quote. Kim Iverson. The Kim Iverson show. This is what passes for intellectual debate amongst these morons. Honest to God, I don't know how... You know, now, what do you explain the people in the United States who've never been to Israel, never been to the Middle East, who, because of ethnic connections or political connections or just a love of victimhood and politics that the left breeds have taken to the streets calling death for Jews and saying that everything that these terrorists did was absolutely justified. What do you, what's the response to that? No, no, no. It's, it's a fringe. They're just tolerant. They're tolerant. Okay. So nothing, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. That's what you're saying. Nothing, nothing's going to happen to Jews because Palestinians who elected Hamas, knowing full well that Hamas came into existence for the express purpose of wiping Israel off the map, that they support Hamas. Huh? 
It's amazing how these people function in the world. Now, I believe that she has deleted this tweet because not because she came up with the idea or through the realization of how stupid it was, but because people informed her of just how stupid it was. But it is unbelievable to me that this tweet could be written by somebody who has a purported social media following and is paid by a website to do a show, a daily show of opinion. Now, yeah, everybody's free to have opinions, but they should be based somewhat, somewhere in reality with a little bit of knowledge to back it up. Is there anything in there? Do you think? No, because you just get attention. You get enough attention, you can get a show. You can make money. It's bizarre. It's sick. It's wrong. It's our culture. It used to be the line between famous and infamous was a wall. It was an impenetrable border wall. Some people were famous. Marlon Brando, famous. Some people were infamous. Charlie Manson, infamous. Now it doesn't matter. Just get attention. That line is drawn. You do something good, maybe you'll get some attention. But if you smear feces all over yourself and film yourself running out into intersections, naked, yelling gibberish at people, a whole bunch of people will subscribe to your social media feed and you will start making money. It takes a long time and you may never get there to do it in a way that you know is deserving merit has no place in the social media hierarchy merit is an obstacle to be honest with you but just getting attention boy howdy that is the way to go just get it what you do with it after that is up to you the key the trick is to monetize 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 it's embarrassing to be a, a, a member of the same species as a lot of these people. It really truly is. You sit there and you go, how is, how is somebody this ignorant? And the, the answer is they just are. There's nobody to tell them no. Oh, you've got a big social media footprint. How about you do this? How about I give you a column? How about I do that? How about you do? Why? What knowledge base does this person? It doesn't matter. They bring an audience. It doesn't matter what knowledge base they bring. They bring an audience. It's frightening. It's horrifying. It's not surprising in any way, shape, or form, though, if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the world. Speaking of which, let's shift our focus to the United Nations. The United Nations here, this is a, uh, a greatest hits of a bunch of idiots from the United Nations talking about this war. It is a war. Israel has declared war. And their answer is Israel's got to stop. It, look, you can't tell, you tell these people in Gaza to leave. Hamas won't let them leave. So you can't bomb because you might bomb civilians. Yes, well, Hamas is the one duct taping themselves to civilians. You know, they, want, they won't let people leave because they want the dramatic footage of the children being rushed to the hospital. I wouldn't be surprised if Hamas blew them up. You really want to be a forensic scientist out there on social media, check and see if some of these kids, uh, you know, are really hurt. Wouldn't that be something? You're worried about Jewish propaganda right there. Should send off some red flags. But there is one side that is not allowing innocent civilians who you purport to be so concerned about to leave 
the war zone. Israel has given them days to get the F out of Dodge, and they won't let them do it. They started off by telling him, you don't need to leave. Don't leave. And then they started blocking the roads. Why? Because people were trying to get the hell out of there. Turns out that people don't want to be blown up. It's weird. You got paradise just on the other side of that explosion, and people are going, oh, I need to get the hell out of here. And the Hamas terrorists are doing everything they can to make sure that they don't get to paradise. Doesn't that strike anybody as odd? Paradise. You'd think they'd line up like the old revolutionary days where they'd march shoulder to shoulder and go, we'll take, we'll go ahead. I'm coming after you. And if I get you, I'm going to get you. But if you get me, I'm, I've won already. I'm going to paradise. A whole bunch of people argue for paradise still here on this this plane of existence it's weird seems again like something would occur to somebody out there and somebody might stand up and say hey wait a second i've got a couple of questions here at a minimum but they don't because they're blindly loyal and running on rage the education system over there is meant to indoctrinate people to hate jews period end of story instill them with victimhood and hate Jews. It's not all that different from what's going on in Chicago, I would say, right? But anyway, listen to these morons at the United Nations. There's UNICEF, there's, all, there's uh, the World Health Organization, all these globalist organizations trying to, and it lasted less than a week. Less than a week. And suddenly the old anti-Semitism is already rearing its ugly head. Oh, no, these Jews are... Look, you can't bomb. You need to stop. Both sides need to do... There's no both sides on this thing. One side attacked. One side was attacked. One side is absolutely justified in striking back. And the other side is... Uh, well got non-governmental organizations around the world with billion-dollar budgets running interference for them, trying to justify their wholesale slaughter and attempted genocide. I let a whole bunch of people going, they're trying to genocide. The whole, Israel is committing genocide. And it's 47, what, 60 years or whatever since Israel was found? It's been a while since Israel was found. It's the slowest genocide ever, if that's the case. When Israel was founded, there was something like uh, 700,000 Palestinians. Now there's like 7 million of them. It's the worst genocide ever, if that's the case. Maybe that's not what their objective is. The other side is telling you they want to kill all the Jews. There's no Jew saying we want to kill all the Palestinians or all the Arabs. It's weird. But the side that is saying they want to literally kill all the Jews is the one that is being defended by the people who say Jews are trying to commit genocide. It's weird. Anyway, listen to these morons from the United Nations. Your tax dollars at work. It is absolutely crucial that Israeli leaders make it unambiguously clear that military operations must be conducted in full compliance with international law. Israeli authorities announced a few hours ago that the entire population of Gaza, north of Wadi Gaza, should relocate to southern Gaza. This order is affecting more than a million Palestinians, including children, older, and sick people, forcing them to relocate with little or no, tra no transport and with scant guarantees for their safety amid continuing hostilities. We echo the Secretary General's spokesperson's call for this to be rescinded, avoiding a calamitous situation. 
the United Nations considers it impossible for such a movement to take place without devastating humanitarian consequences. The United Nations strongly appeals for any such order to be rescinded, avoiding what could transform what is already a tragic situation into a calamitous situation. WHO joins the wider United Nations appeal to Israel to immediately rescind orders for the evacuation within the next 24 hours of 1.1 million people living north of Wadi Gaza. We also appeal to an end to hostilities and violence in Gaza Strip where unimaginable human suffering is unfolding as we can witness. With ongoing airstrikes, civilians have no safe place left to go. The Palestinian Ministry of Health has informed WHO that, is, that it is impossible to evacuate vulnerable hospital patients from the north of Gaza. On children, hundreds and hundreds of children have now been killed and injured every hour in Gaza. The number of children killed uh, is rising. The killing of children must stop. UNICEF's calling for the immediate ceasefire as 1.1 million children, nearly half of these are children, 1.1 million people rather, of which nearly half are children, have been warned to move. Oh, it's just a tragedy, isn't it? I love it. So if you're going to, I don't know, rob a bank, if you're going to do anything, all you got to do is grab a couple of hostages and take them with you. And then look, they're never going to, we're never going to get that guy. He's wrapped himself in those women and children. We got to let him go. It's nearly impossible for them to get out. No, it's, it is impossible when Hamas is preventing them from going out. And that's the thing. That's what they leave off there. Why? Because they don't. Look, they, they secretly are wearing the, the uniform of Hamas underneath. They hate the Jews. They scratch a progressive, find a Nazi. It's that simple. They weren't called the National Socialist German Workers Party because they, Hitler had a really good sense of humor. Like, oh, this will be great. I'm as right-wing as uh, the world will ever see, but boy, howdy, I want to get me some... I want to really just slam those progressives, so let's do that. Let's, let's call ourselves socialists. Look what the Nazis advanced from a policy perspective. They ran for office, 1932... They stood for something. You can look it up. But I just, I found that amazing. These people exist. They're right out there. And they think, they think they're getting away with something or they, they really, they either think they're getting away with it or they just don't see it as bad. They look at what they're doing and it tells you about who they associate with. You got these leftists who say horrible, wildly racist, sexist things. And they well. Nobody disagrees with me. Everybody thinks that Trump is a Nazi. Everybody thinks that this, that, and the other. Yes, that's just how it is. Well, Rachel Maddow. When do you think Rachel Maddow hears a dissenting opinion in her life? Never? Never? Probably never. So she, if she heard it, she'd be like, oh, this is so confusing. Somebody accused her of being nasty or being a liar, being whatever, quoting back one of her fabulous monologues to her about how the Russian dossier is totally serious and it's not, it's fake, and she still holds to this day that it's real? Why does she hold to this day that it's real? Because she gets her news from MSNBC where she is held up as an academic. Nobody's going to tell her no. Nobody's going to say, Rich, you keep talking about this dossier thing 
And we all know that it's not real. We all know that it was campaign propaganda. Like the, we we spent a ton of money trying to verify the information. We couldn't do it. So please, you know, for the sake of just you don't have to apologize. We've never asked you to apologize. Being a liberal means never having to say you're sorry. But stop saying it. Stop repeating it because if somebody accidentally comes across something that points out how obviously fake this thing is, you could make us all look bad. Nope. Nobody says that to Rachel Maddow. Either because they don't know or don't care, or they're scared to lose their jobs. Because I promise you, as ni the nicer the person appears on TV, the less they are in real life. That is a nice little axiom, a truism in life that... Um, You'll find out somebody tells you how good of friends they are with somebody or, oh, they're just, oh, this, ah, this member of Congress good for, they're not, they're not. If they feel the need to tell you something, just like I always say, if they, they tell you they are something, they are not that thing. I promise you, I assure you. <sighs> it's just disgusting. Now, lastly, I want to play you this clip from FBI Director Christopher Wray. It's amazing to me now that the southern border has been open for three years, that countless millions of people have marched in, the ones we know about and the millions more that we don't know about. And now that we're seeing that, you know, these terrorists just kind of go wherever they want to go and do whatever they want to do, and we're catching people on the terror watch list and people from all over the world are coming in, and then there's this idiotic idea that the left is floating, Jamal Bowman, the idiot fire alarm puller in Congress, he's calling for the United States to welcome in the Palestinian refugees. Absolutely hell no. The Arab world won't take them. The Arab world has to step up. That's it. It's not our problem, man. But while they're holding a couple dozen Americans, no, we're not going to take anybody. Sorry. Considering the vetting process and we'd have to rely on these idiots to tell us the truth, no thanks. Not interested anyway, but... Doubly no thanks under these circumstances. But um, Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, he's been very busy making sure that devout Catholics are uh, watched under scrutiny and make sure that parents who show up at school board meetings, that the government has an eye on them. They need to keep an eye on those people. Are The threat, they're probably white supremacists. And everybody knows that white supremacy which nobody can really define, nobody can really point. Every once in a while you get some piece of crap killers like, whoa, I hate black people. And they go, see, white supremacy. You get killers of, of a whole bunch of anybody's really, and they go, I hate them. And they're like, doesn't matter. When the uh, black guys in New York were beating the hell out of old Jewish women, nobody said, ah, not our old Jewish men, not, uh, not big fans of the Jews. Or when Asian women were being beaten up out in California. Nobody said, huh, we might want to address that problem. No, new problem to address. Nothing to see there. The FBI was too busy making sure that parents who don't want their children to be taught that there is no such thing as gender and you can be whatever the hell you want to be sexually uh, and try and hook them while they're young, kindergartners, that parents who oppose that made sure that they got an FBI list. Well, now the director of the FBI is suddenly recognizing, as this White House is, that if the feces hits the fan and somebody who commits a terror... Now, there's been a lot of people murdered and certainly victimized by crime by the 
unseemly element, the tons and tons and tons, not families, but military-aged young single men marching across the southern border who should never be let into this country. But it hasn't been a mass attack. There need, if there's a mass attack, something that gets the media, they can ignore somebody shooting one or two people. They can ignore that. They can ignore somebody being, you know, killing a bunch of people in a, like three, four people in a car accident. They can ignore somebody getting caught with a couple of pounds of fentanyl. They'll report on the fentanyl and they maybe will make allusions to the, eh, they might not be the most legal resident of the country or whatever. But a mass attack, a terrorist attack by somebody who marched across the southern border they won't be able to ignore that. That will hurt Joe Biden's reelection chances. And that's all anybody in this government gives a damn about. Christopher Ray, I have to pin this one directly on Donald Trump. He hired him. Oh, but he was recommended by, I don't care. You, you pulled the trigger. You chose. You chose him. You take recommendations from people. The decision is on you. You should have fired this guy. A long time, he should have never hired this guy. But Christopher Ray, director of the FBI, is now concerned because his current master would look bad and would run risk of not winning re-election if and there were a terrorist attack perpetrated by somebody who walked across the southern border. So now he's warning about this. Heightened environment. There's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. So I'd encourage you to stay vigilant because as the first line of defense protecting our communities, you're often the first to see the signs that someone may be mobilizing to violence. I'd also ask you to continue sharing any intelligence or observations you may have. And on our end, we're committed to doing the same so that together we can safeguard our communities. Yeah, don't you feel safer already knowing that the FBI is going to turn part of one of its eyes that have been crawling up and down anybody on the right who doesn't want their children indoctrinated, they're going to then begin scanning the crowd a little bit. Not too much. Not so much shows you notice, but just a little bit to see if maybe, just maybe, there could be some terrorists in this country inspired by or entering into this country. You know, after Joe Biden talking about building that wall, oh, we just got to put up a barrier in some places. Oh, that was beyond the pale before. It was an absolute no-no. Why just sign an executive order forbidding the building of a wall if somehow you were magically, three years later, legally obligated to build part of the wall? Everything these people say is full of crap. Everything they say is full of crap. They're terrified. They work and act only to enrich themselves, and then only to preserve their own power. Make no mistake about it. They're going to scramble even more in the coming days while trying to get Israel to stop defending itself. If they wouldn't let Israel defend itself in an attack that as a percentage of the population is significantly multiple times more, more disgusting more wor or worse than what happened on 9-11 in this country, what would these people do if we were attacked? You can play that game all day long. You go, thank God George W. Bush won in Florida in 2000. You imagine Al Gore as president, this mentality then? Oh, mistakes were made, no doubt about it. But a lot of threats around the world 
to the United States, to us, were wiped out. I can't imagine them doing it. We had, what did we have? Bill Clinton before that just launched launched missiles randomly. Randomly. You think this guy would do any different? You think Joe Biden gives a damn? No. No way in hell. Anyway, that's enough for today. We'll be back to do it all again tomorrow because the stupidity never stops. Even when you desperately want it to, when you need it to, you go, please stop. No, it's just not going to do it. We'll be here on that wall. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. I'll see you tomorrow.